See, this is the bad thing about doing direct to tape. Did you say erected tape? Direct to tape. Erect tape. Get your mind out of the gutter, Donald. young man. Donald, how dare you? We have children that don't listen to this show. There were no erected tapeworms. Stop Gross. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what are we doing? We're doing a podcast, right? <laughs> Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all of you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. With me, as always, is Don, a.k.a. Diddy. Howdy, folks. And there's Jay Dimes. Greetings and salutations. Oh, Tim. Timothy. How is everybody doing today? We got some fun uh, news topics to talk about, specifically all around uh, this whole uh, inside Xbox thing that happened. So after a Blizzard geek out a couple of weeks ago, we're going to give J-Dimes some love tonight. That sounds the gross. The Sony fanboys uh, are going to recognize geez. the platform hey, that is hey, Xbox. Hey, easy. <laughs> easy now. I love Xbox. I just don't ever play it. Um, but we're going to deep dive into inside Xbox announcements. Um, Diddy, I don't know if you realize, but like when you wrote that little sentence there, we're going to show Jay Dimes some love tonight and dive deep into like it just lots of innuendo there. What is, what's going on hey, in your brain right hey, now? Alex, I, your I, mind is in the gutter. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what to tell you. Listen, you know what? All right, Chad, if you if you agree or disagree, <laughs> you know, feel free to chime in. And we are, of course, uh, recording live over at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu. Um, you should join in every, uh, what is it, Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we always have some fun over here. Um, so we're going to dive into the news. But before we do, gentlemen, uh, what's going on with you, Diddy? Are you you, uh, you looking forward to your Christmas gifts or what? Uh, yeah, well, Beck was looking forward to our Christmas gift. So... So my wife and I, we, we, we like to, um, we, we like to, you know, help out, uh, minority and women-based business. So there was this girl and she's, uh, designing these skateboard decks and they have these cute little cats on them. And so my wife found these things and said, oh my God, this is great. And I thought, this is like the perfect christmas present she won't have any ideas she won't know about it she won't you know this is perfect you know complete surprise for her so we're sitting here in the office the other day and i said and alexa puts up the yellow ring and says i have a notification i said oh alexa show me your notifications you're one you're she's talking to you isn't she yes she is <laughs> you're you're one uh, your one del- uh, package with Meow skateboard deck top on it, and oh. it has, is out for delivery. And I'm like, what? Oh. Dude, that sucks. Well, I mean, is she looking forward to it? Like, are you, what, how are you going to work that? Well, I I posted, I showed you the picture. It's up on the wall. It's adorable. Oh, is that uh, is that it? Actually, that's it. It's up. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold, hold on. I I haven't even. So she's sitting here, and, t- and I'm like, oh, deck skates. No, not at all. Oh, just we're, just supporting, we're just supporting the girls' business. Oh, respect. That's cool, man. 
I love it. I love it. We'll but, post the yeah, it looks picture really cool that on Facebook and, um, or something. Yeah, we'll post it on. I'll post it on Facebook. Uh, nice. So she got a nice Friday present last week. Oh, <laughs> I love awesome. it. Awesome. I love it. Um, no, but so in Alexa, you can go turn off. You're t- you're keep saying her name, and everybody's shit's blowing up right now, which you don't uh, realize. In the in the A device <laughs> thing, <laughs> in the uh, A whole device uh, world, you can go in and turn off telling you what's in your deliveries. I would recommend that everybody do that for the. the I just never asked for my. For my notifications, I didn't. I didn't expect it that soon. I was surprised that it was coming. So. Yeah, I'm sure it was, and that's not. You know, if you don't really think about it, like how are you going to yeah, really keep that it. in yeah. mind? You know, that and I knew cat food was coming too, so yeah, I just figured it was the cat. Food. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll see that like that little, uh, that little light on my little device behind me here that you guys can see on camera. That one, um, and and when I see it glowing yellow. Um, it's rather instinctual for me to, instead of ask what the, the notification is, just be like clear notifications. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even bother. Um, but th- that's actually good to know, you know, everybody at home, make sure that you're being responsible with your, uh, a word use. Um, that's a weird thing to say. And then, uh, let's, let's talk about your adventure this weekend, Timothy. H- how you feeling after all that? At almost the age of 40, I am playing my first Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yay! And you young whippersnapper. <laughs> and he, uh, he did so good. I made the mistake of deciding to be a wizard. Yeah, I was so going to say, what are you playing? Not understanding how much work it's a lot I of have work. caused myself. Yeah, and but- I was actually talking to a buddy of mine at work today. Who's a, a D and D player, and he was like, "Yeah, he was like, you didn't do yourself a, a big favor." And I said, "Well, you know, at least I'll figure out now if this if that's the way I want to go when we do the uh, homebrew." I will. It. I, will I mean, know. here's the thing, right? Like, it's once you get the grasp of how magic works in Dungeons and Dragons, you just. It, it it makes sense. Like you just have to kind of know what each of your spells d- does. The the quicker you kind of memorize and remember what kind of roundabouts your spells do, or you have at easy disposal, like what they do, um, the better. Like I think I saw you taking pictures and stuff, but like we were sitting there before the thing started, like kind of talking through. And I, I yeah, I don't think it, you realize just how much was invested in a wizard. Because I remember being like, dude, are you sure? And you're like, that's yeah, fine. Like, dude, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you really, yeah, really sure? Everybody starts out as a rogue. Well, the the most experienced D anD D player plays is playing a rogue right now, yeah. which is really funny. And she's uh, she's, she's playing a, a rogue. Fun. Yeah, that's a rogue. Um, I thought she was a cleric. Oh, oh no, 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 that's Allie. Oh, so you're Cass talking about Cass? Is, is yeah, the Cass most is the most okay. experienced. Yeah. Allie's only played like one, but but right now for everybody listening at home, so I, I've uh, if you go out and buy the starter set of D and D, you get the Mines of Fandolin or something. Uh, the Lost Mines of Fandelver is the name of the the campaign, and it's about five sessions. We got about halfway through the first session, 
And uh, we're going to be getting together again in December uh, to finish it up. But this is my first time being a DM, and it's such a blast. Uh, I, say, how's that going for you? It, it's it's really Enjoy I don't it. well I mean I've, I'm having fun. Tim, how did you feel? I did. He did good. You can yeah. you can he did you can good. Shit on me. Hi Vanessa. That's that's Vanessa behind. Alex said hi. Hi Vanessa. Everybody on uh tell her she's live on the internet with hundreds of people. She's live on the internet with hundreds of people. Uh, so we, uh, but but we we kicked off the campaign. We have three people that have never played D anD D before playing, including J Dimes, um, and then two people who have, and then myself, my uh, being a first time DM. So we're going through this campaign to begin with, so we can really kick off uh, a homebrew campaign that I am uh, kind of developing right now. I'm actually really shocked that Justin had never played, being that Cass plays a lot. So are those uh, uh, version three or version five rules? Five, five, fifth edition. Yep, yep. So, hey. um, which is which is hey, fairly Don, I got uh, a question good. For so. you. Can a magic missile miss? Absolutely. Got him. So, so what he so what we have is a uh, is Absolutely. home rules where we. Uh, if you, if you roll a 20, you crit and you get to say whatever it is that you do. Well, J dimes had disadvantage everybody. So guess what? He rolled a natural 20 and then he rolled like a three. So he had to take the three and he's still salty about that mistake. <laughs> I, I rolled two natural twenties and got shit for either. Yep. <laughs> One of them, I was jumping over a hole. And yep. the other, you but know. you freaking, but, but, uh, what, what song, uh, started playing as soon as you jumped over that hole? I don't remember was what the it? song was. We were in a little oh. bit of a drunken stupor at that point, but yeah. it was, uh, it, it was fun. We just started, we had a lot of fun with it, like spewing, like screaming music and like everybody, uh, who rolled a 20 just did something outrageous and silly, including J dimes who did like a triple flip landing on the other side of said hole, uh, singing some kind of a song. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I channeled my inner Simone Biles. Oh, you were beautiful. Um, but uh, I, I want to hear from you guys at home. If you are playing D&D and you have any suggestions for a new player like J Dimes, reach out to us. Joystickandmouse at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, we have some news to get into. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, Inside Xbox happened. Uh, so why don't we dive right in? It's time for the news. Inside Xbox London took place on last uh, on last week. It took place last week, showing off a plethora of new games and emphasizing a focus on game development. There were many remarks that they were done with the whole acquisition phase of what they were going through, and several small, uh, uh, you know, they they've acquired all these like really small little studios, and now they're on execution phase. So they will be uh, producing a ton of games moving forward, and that really showed up in force, uh, where they covered uh, about 50 games or so. Um, so we're going to talk a bit about some of those highlights for us from the presentation, and also go, in, go into a little bit of Project xCloud um, later on during our full stream ahead, uh, segment. Um, so I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll do the honors, you know, why not? Um, so first things first, why don't we talk about, uh, one of the, the first things that they announced Everwild. So rare, a developer who, um, is very well known out there for Sea of Thieves. I see the Jen in chat. Uh, she and I played a little bit of Sea of, sea of Thieves. Hey, Jen, she's been on the show as well. Um, so 
this same group is making a, a new game and it's called Everwild. So if you're watching right now live on twitch.tv slash Alex LB so you can see a video of this. Um, one of the biggest surprises at this year's show was Everwild, a new IP from Rare, the company behind uh, Sea of Thieves and Banjo-Kazooie, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark. They have a really good track record um, in general. Uh, but we don't know a lot about this, but I wanted to take a moment to just kind of think like what is this show going to be or the show this uh this game going to be about and for me in what i saw it feels a lot like an exploration sort of game similar to sea of thieves but we're experiencing it um in, in sort of like uncharted wilds of some kind of land like it doesn't look like there was any real combat i could see this as being more of like a puzzle explorer game and uh, i'm totally into the aesthetic of it so wanted to get your all's thoughts on this. Yeah, it's a, it's a different um, different look to it. Um, and I agree, it looks more like a puzzle-style game. Um, looked sort of cool, but we'll have to see. For those of us that really like story games, this might be a good one. Yeah, and even if it has a story, right? Like, Because Sea of yeah. Thieves kind of has a story, it kind of doesn't, right? So there may be, um, it may just be exploration. Um, and then, uh, well, why don't we do this round robin style? Uh, Tim, how about you? What, what was uh, an announcement that you want to talk about? Oh, um, you know what? The Life is Strange. Well, the new the new that. game from the Life is Strange, folks. Yes. Um, tell, tell me, me why. why that looks that looks good. I'm also. I mean, this is. I mean, Miles will travel on this one, but I'm excited to see Master Chief get a PC lease too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you saying on the new one or you're talking about the Halo Reach? The collection. No, no, they're bringing out the collection for PC. Oh, that's been out for PC, I thought. Oh. Well then, yeah, I swear it has been. Yeah, it's coming to Xbox Ultimate. Well, they oh, were saying the, the yeah, the big thing that they were saying was that Halo, Halo Reach, Reach was coming to the Master Chief collection so you would get it. Right, but it said that maybe I'm reading this announcement wrong, but it says Master Chief Collection will be available on PC. So oh. I assumed that it wasn't there yet. Maybe. Um, maybe I just completely misunderstood that. But um, but, but kind of going back to this to this other game, um, this, uh, I'm scrolling down here. Tell me. Tell me why. why. Tell me yeah. why. Yeah. That this looks is good. Really it also special. looks like it could be depressing. Yeah, it kind of well, feels like, a, I mean, <laughs> it feels like, like a, life is strange, right? Yeah. yeah. It feels like Life is Strange, which is a really gripping, God, like, great yeah, game. Yeah, pull, pull the heartstrings and, and give all the feels, and it's a great game, and I'm hoping Tell Me Why is in that same vein, just, you know, keeps on going where where Life is Strange left off. Yeah, I, I'm totally into this, and I definitely want to play it. Um, yeah, go ahead. Do you get the feeling that this studio is going to be the next Telltale? I mean, they already kind of have taken they that ad hoc. Kind of are, right? like, they've, they've sort of taken that mantle on already. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Telltale and these sort of games, I want to throw a hypothetical by you guys. And chat, I want you to weigh in as well here. Um, how great would it be to have a Star Trek sort of Telltale game? Like the next generation. Imagine TNG Telltale. Hmm. So... For me to really get excited, I would either want. Oh, what happened? 
What was uh, that? Oh, your cat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jen in the chat says yes, 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 yes. So um, I would like either Discovery, the new show, or Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, huh? I was going to say, I was getting ready to throw out, I would love to have a DS9 one. I've never that seen DS9. I love yeah, Avery I haven't seen Brooks. it yet. Deep Space so, Nine is my favorite Star Trek series. Yeah? All right. Period. I got to get to it. I feel like Disney needs to find a way to buy Star Trek. CBS, man. They would have to buy all of CBS. Yeah, that'd be... I don't know if you... That'd be they might lot. have the money. I mean, they might, but... If anybody has the mummy money, it might be them. But, you know, like... Or I'm, Apple. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so I, the, the reason I said that is that, you know, I've been watching a lot of the next generation lately and I've just been kind of making my way through that just to kind of get ready for Picard. And, uh, that occurred to me, like that occurred to me hard, you know, like it would be good. It'd be, I feel like it would be such a great, like no brainer. Some of the, the, the cultural, like impactful decisions that Picard makes, for instance, where he like it plays out almost like a telltale game anyway, right? Because he he'll ask this person for an opinion, they'll provide it, and then he turns to you. What about you? What do you think? And you know he hears everything that everybody has to say, and then he makes his decision. I'm like, literally, this is telltale. <laughs> you know? Has there ever been a Star Trek video yeah. game? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Armada was a great one. It was you guys an remember MMO. Armada? There was a, there there is still is an MMO. Well, I'm sorry, console, not not PC. Oh, I think there's a first person shooter at one point from back in the oh. day. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I'm gonna throw out my very very unpopular uh, take on Star Trek. Okay. All right, let's hear. It. I I actually don't like later Picard in hmm. TNG. Uh, uh, like like seasons what through what. Because I'm I'm uh, I'm last, hardly halfway through. The last two or three. What are you watching it on, Alex? Netflix. Almost like it got. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was on there. Oh yeah, all of them are. It, it turned into like this really angsty character that just this is Wesley. Yeah, like it, it, where's my tea, Wesley? And so I'm not excited about this new series at all. Oh really? I, I'm yeah. I'm excited about it. Maybe it's just a bit of nostalgia for me, but. Maybe, but yeah, it just doesn't. Him is is the main character, growing his grapes, you know, and making wine. Just doesn't really do anything. Come on, dude! Really? Yeah, that would be very unpopular. See now, give me a good wharf. A good wharf show. A good wharf show. Now I'm all in. Yeah. Good old Michael Dorn. Oh, he is good, man. Um, my favorite, my one of my favorite characters in all of TV ever was Worf. what Worf? Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, even better than Jordy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I like Jordy. I like but, Jordy, but yeah, but absolutely. It was it was it was reading Rainbow. Got to. Um. All right. I want to I want to jump right back into this uh, because there is another game that I wanted to bring up very quickly. Uh, Grounded was another one um, that w- that looked really interesting only because we're talking about this is uh, from Obsidian Entertainment, which are the same folks that brought us uh, the, the the latest hit. Um, uh, what am I? Why am I blanking? Frickin uh, 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 the the Outer Worlds. Jesus. <laughs> 
um, the game that we've talked about <laughs> numerous times on the show. So uh, this game where it's almost like a survival game, but you're you're shrunken down. Uh, that is kind of a, like like you're in your backyard and and that's the game. Seems very interesting to me. And this is game it? was in development prior to them being bought by Microsoft, which is also very interesting. Um, so it's had a little bit of some legs to it. And uh, yeah, very interested in seeing uh, what, what this is about. That was the game that caught my eye. I, yeah. That was the one that I was like, ooh, that looks good. And what about it? What about it felt just, like it looked good? Just the con- I mean, we like a good story. The concept of it was like really good. It's sort of like, honey, I shrunk the kids in in real world. What sure. it would really be like in the honey, I shrunk the kids where you, you know, have to uh, get away from the ants and the moles and the and the bad things that, that would happen to you in your backyard. Right. So yeah. I, yeah. Totally. That one really, really grabbed me and said, that looks really good. Can't wait to play. The aesthetic also looks cool. Like if you're watching this right now yeah. over on Twitch, you can see like uh, the, the action figures and stuff that are broken up and then the giant bugs uh, that you have to fight. Um, the aesthetic is just very interesting. So, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it, um, but I, I, I'm actually in sort of the, the camp that Tim is usually in, where I would be surprised if this is a full $60 game. This feels like <laughs> more of a potentially free-to-play with, the, with like, buy aesthetics and, like, other stuff like that. Um, But I, I wanted to get your all's prediction on that. What do you think? I, I think it looks really good. Now, hopefully there are more things. Like on the trailer video, there were a lot. Of, they were fighting a lot of bugs. Hopefully, there's more to do than fight bugs. I'm sure but. that's going to be like the primary enemy in this thing. You know. Um, yeah. But let, let's uh, let's talk about a couple of other things before jumping into Project X Cloud, which was a, a pretty big one. Um, a lot of Black Friday deals happening. So um, as you'd expect, Microsoft plans on going hard for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. This year, U.S. gamers can expect to see the Xbox One S All Digital Edition for $149.99. Um, this, in, this in, is bundled with Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Fortnite Battle Royale with the legendary uh, Rogue Spider Knight skin. I don't know what the hell that is, but I'm sure the Fortnite kids do. Um, but then also, um, the Xbox one X will get a minor price drop from, uh, down to, sorry, uh, $350 and be available inside a uh, number of bundles, including the gears five special edition bundle, which is a great game, by the way, if you haven't played it yet, um, as well as, uh, select Xbox one controllers, we'll get a $20 price drop. So uh, this is all happening from November 24th to December 2nd. So it's a nice long sale. Uh, and I encourage you guys to look at it. Uh, I would also encourage you guys not to buy the games um, and instead subscribe to something like Game Pass Ultimate because it's way more economical. But I was anyway. just thinking that I feel like they missed the boat and they should have just given people like two months of Game Pass. You know, get them a little fix. Well, they did. Then, it's a three month. I think they have like a two month or three month pass so, or something for a dollar. Yeah, but are they still going to be doing that come Black Fridays? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So the one that's the one that's 150. It, that's the digital version. Is that right? Digital only version. Uh, yeah, the Xbox One S, all that's digital. Not the 4K. 
not the 4K one. The X. Well, the S is the S is for no S is not 4K. The sorry, S will do, the S will do HDR gaming. Yeah. That's what and it, it was. plays 4K Blu-rays, which this one will not because it has no drive. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's if you want the all-powerful one, you got to go with the X. One fifty. Um, how big is the hard drive in that one? I can find out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Xbox it's One. It, does it have an SSD or is it a hard drive? It's a regular hard drive. Uh. Um, uh, specifications and feature reviews. This is exciting podcasting. I know everybody. One terabyte <laughs> configurations. Yeah, they they have a five. Uh, they have a two terabyte, five hundred gigabyte, and one terabyte. So see, so the the my S, the one that you have, uh huh, is a two terabyte, and I feel like for a digital only box, like they should have just made a two terabyte or, like, or at least a, a one terabyte and a two terabyte. I don't know anybody that would stick with a five. I mean, gig. I have a one terabyte in my X and uh-huh. like that went fast. Yeah. Anything under one terabyte is going to go fast, but there are a lot of people that don't hold on to games on their consoles. Yeah. Me being one of them. So yeah, Will's the same way. He's always like, oh, I can't play it. I got to redownload. Why yeah. did you delete it? You have the space. Yeah, if like I'm not actively playing it, I know I'm not gonna play it for a while. You just get rid of it. But I mean, th- it's still it's a good price, right? Like, well, uh, I, su- I suggest price. people. I suggest people check it out. Like, if you really want an Xbox, uh, for whatever yeah. reason, I don't think there's really a compelling reason to buy an Xbox unless you uh, I, unless you want Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, there's not really a compelling reason to buy a console right now, anyways. Sorry, not Game Pass. Like. If you don't have a PC that can handle all the games on Game Pass Ultimate, because like I have my computer that can still play Gears Four, Gears Five, sorry, Gears Five, F Four K, but it's not like uh, uh, for me, it doesn't make any sense for me to buy an Xbox One unless there was something only exclusive on the console that I could play. But that's not really the case. And in my current situation, I have freaking uh, I have J Dimes's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Xbox you know, in my possession anyway. Not when they're bringing Halo. Not when you can get Halo and they're bringing Halo Reach to the PC. Yeah. That All that stuff would be cross-platform I anyway. I see no reason to, to buy an Xbox. Yeah. Now. But, I mean, overall, like, this had... Uh, does anybody else want to cover off on a couple of other uh, topics on yeah, the... Yeah, one game. Okay, what's that? Age of Empires Yes! 4. Age of Empires yes. 4. Never played one yes. of those. Oh. yes. yes. God, I love Age of Empires. That is some good RTS action, everybody. Um, so they announced Age of Empires 4. They also announced uh, the the dedication of a studio to the Age of Empires franchise. So we should be seeing a lot more coming out to that. Nice. So I think that that's really exciting. Um, and, they're, and they're putting out Age of Empires 2 remastered, which is which will be out now nice. on out Game now. Pass. Out on Game Pass, yeah. Yep. So I you can download it. Downloading as we speak. <laughs> Do you think Xbox has kind of conceded the console war in favor of winning the community? I think that they've conceded the console I, war with our next topic coming up, which is all about xCloud. I, and, I think they have conceded the console war to the PC, not to Sony. Right, right yeah. Uh, they have conceded the console war to the PC. Which is them anyway. Yeah. You know? So, uh, and if anybody in chat disagrees, let me know. Uh, Jen agrees. So I think that we'll see a very different 
environment, by the way, coming in uh, in 2020 when we have all this like just so in 2020 we're going to see a lot of streaming technologies i just got a notification that stadia is shipped and i should get it by like end of week so uh, yeah so you've got to be i sorry to rub it in i i'm not gonna drop the f-bomb but holy crap google come on google has not been nice to they say i'm a grumpy old man on on the streaming project his his stadia is not showing up on time yeah i know I know, man, but I mean, but this is the way things are going to go. And and what we'll dive into here shortly around xCloud really further kind of shows Microsoft doesn't, it doesn't, he, they don't care that they may be losing this console war because that's by this time next year, xCloud is going to be a game changer for them and all the IPs that they own. Uh, Your Xbox is in the cloud, so you don't even need a console. That's kind of the way it, it is. I take it back when I'm wrong. I say I'm wrong. Did you get your, your shipping notification? Your, your Google store order has shipped. <laughs> All right, there we go. See, everything's Yay. fine. Everything's fine, everybody. Calm down, okay? No, no, not fine. Should be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, l- l- why don't we uh, jump into this? Because this is kind of a, a meaty subject. We're going to talk a little bit about Project xCloud. Mm. That sound means it's full stream ahead. So um, this is kind of exciting because uh, they, they shared a lot more information about uh, Project X Cloud. Um, the here, let me let me switch it back over here. The vast majority of the big news from uh, from X zero one nine, X one nine. That's a weird way to see it. Uh, revolves around Microsoft's cloud gaming platform, Project X Cloud. At the show, Microsoft announced that it would be adding. 50 new games to the service from 25 partners that includes Madden NFL 20, Devil May Cry 5, and Tekken 7. We also learned that Xbox, or I'm sorry, xCloud would be available on Windows 10 PCs in 2020 and will support soon support additional game pads from third-party controller manufacturers, including Sony's DualShock controller, which I thought was kind of interesting. Why would anybody want really to use that? Yeah, I but mean, why would you want to go? Uh, you, okay, so here, here's here's one of the things I wanted to say. Let's, let's talk about this before we really dive into the to the technical piece. So I really think that they're doing this as kind of like a hey, middle finger to you, Sony, because um, you know, like we're always willing to play nice, as you can see. I, I really like they didn't have to do that. They have a clearly superior controller from everybody's perspective. Like it, so, to me, I, when I saw that. I was like, oh, that's just a statement. That has oh, to be a statement. Oh, that was definitely thumbing their nose at, at Sony yeah. saying, look, we play with everybody else. Why can't you? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, anyway, what, what, what are some of your all's thoughts on this, by the way? I want to hear from you guys. Um, I mean, I think it's great. Um, I mean, more and more, like, I stream my games from my console. Like a lot of times when I'm playing division, like it's playing on the console and I'm playing on the monitor so I can do other things on the TV. So I think, I think people will find that, find that great. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Don? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I I mean, I'm, I'm all in on stadia. I'm going to be all in on this. I, 
like I said, I don't have to buy another console. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the thing, right? So, uh, so, so, like we've talked about here, you can stream from the cloud specifically. Uh, so, play Xbox favorites on your mobile phone or tablet directly from the cloud with Project X Cloud Preview, and you could register for a chance to uh, join the preview by going to their website, uh, which is xbox.com slash game streaming, I believe it was. Let me go back here. Yeah, xbox.com slash game streaming. And then you could also stream directly from your console as well. So it's almost like a hybrid approach if you think about cloud computing. Um, uh, so, uh, but for me... It, but you have that, to have an Android device for it to work. For now. I mean, they're, they now. said they said during the thing they're going to be expanding it to other mobile providers, so aka an iPhone or an iPad or whatever. So this is the same thing that Stadia is launching. And again, I think that we're going to see something lack from Stadia here in this regard, uh, where they just don't have the cloud or the the amount of content that an Xbox or Microsoft has. Well, you know, we're 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 all hyped up here about Stadia, but the people that have gotten it and are you know pre previewing it right now are not happy. Ooh. Oh, really? I mean, everything that I've seen, everybody's happy with it. Oh, I've seen a lot of people going like, uh, well, it's okay, but it's like not great. What's wrong? Like, what's wrong with it? Like, everybody uh, who says fair. that they've got, a, they, they got a gigabit connection, it's been working great. Oh, yeah. I've read three or four that said that they've had stuttering. Um, what was the minimum network requirement? 30, right? Yeah, it was something small. So I wonder I wonder what the nexus is between minimum requirement and the people that are actually having a good experience with it. Right? So if they say 30, but like the only people that are really having success are people at 100 or 150, like that's going to be problematic. Like if you have a gigabit, yeah, you shouldn't have any issue. But like, that wasn't that wasn't expectation they said. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I also am kind of keeping, uh, keeping a realistic mindset around this specific launch because this is kind of launching a lot more like a beta than an actual launch. Yeah, I've I've sort of tempered, tempered my uh, enthusiasm for it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, and our friend Patrick Bejas agrees. He says, fine. He says it's fine. <laughs> says it is fine. Um, I got that from my dad Chronicle clip a little bit uh, earlier. I released today, uh, interviewed him on the dad Chronicle and, and I but, pulled that for some reason. It was hilarious. But you know, the problem I think is, you know, you all just said like, it's kind of rolling more as a beta, but again, that's not the promise that they made to people. And yeah, I, think I think that's I think that's the hard thing is this is like well calling it one thing and then it feeling like one thing are two very different things. Yeah, they said this was launch and now they've 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 stepped back and stepped back and stepped back. See, what I think they should it. have done was say, all right, here are the pre-orders, right? If you pre-order a founder edition, you're gonna get it in in November, December. And you're gonna get the beta experience of of the product, right? Uh -huh. You're going to get it early. 
can get the special controller and all that stuff. But we know our infrastructure is not going to be where it's supposed to be for those additions. And then that gives them some buff buffer, you know, between now and February next year to like get their stuff in order. Yeah. And, yeah. and but I don't even think it's it's not even a quality thing for me because thinking about the quality for them, uh, what they've advertised is what it sounds like people are able to handle like that expectation was set and I think that's fine. It feels more like a beta test in the form of available games or mm. like features that they said they were going to have yeah. like you know, streaming and like uh co-op play and giving people your games to play. Bless you, Beck. So like game selection, I mean, I think that is what it is. Like people knew what games were going to be there. I mean, I think they've been open about that. But like speed, infrastructure type stuff, Mm -hmm. like that stuff that, you know, you got to set the right expectation for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in uh, and and again, we're making this more about Stadia than the Microsoft thing, but uh, this is where I think this got me jazzed, right? Because there was also talk about how this would be bundled with uh, their Game Pass Ultimate for a specific price. So that, that to me, it's just like Microsoft is providing a full-on turnkey gaming solution. Mm-hmm. Here, you've got your cell phone. Okay, you want to get into video games? Here, pay your $15 a month or whatever it might end up being. Yep, and- we're going to give you all the games and we're going to give you the platform and you don't have to buy a console, and you're just going to be able to play no matter where you're at on any device. You know, I, what I'd be interested to see is when Microsoft launches this um, for real, What's the what, what will be the minimum requirement to play a 4K game over, over xCloud? Right? What's the, like, what's the least amount of money somebody can get into a Windows 10 PC and play like somebody who's got a $2,000 setup and is playing everything locally. Well, let's let's take the model that Stadia has because that's all we have to work off of. Right. How much is that per month? 15? 10. 10 or 15? 10? 10? Maybe so you're let's right. just say 15. So you take 15 times 12, and that's $180 yeah, a year. Yeah, that's right for me. $180 a year is uh, noise for most people when it comes to that sort of. Oh, no, I was guys, wrong. <laughs> you guys, you guys froze for me completely. Oh. I didn't hear no. anything at Alex. I just heard, I heard Don just sigh. I was like, what's wrong? Don, oh, what really? Happened? Yeah. Okay. You're back with it. So, so what I was saying is that it, it, you know, $180 a year is noise for most people when it comes to like quality gaming gear. So yeah. like, it, it it's this whole cloud mentality, which you know I would rather pay that opex rather than maintaining it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would I I think it's totally doable, but we'll see. I mean, it's probably gonna yeah. be more than fifteen dollars for the type of package that they're gonna end up putting together for Game Pass Ultimate plus four K streaming. You know, even if it's what twenty five dollars, let's just do the gazentas real quick. Three hundred dollars a year, freaking yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, means I don't have to... a year and I don't have to buy a Scorpio. When it includes yeah. all the games. That's great. The, that's uh, yes. So I was I was concerned in the beginning, but I, I'm coming around to Microsoft. They they have lots of good games. 
You will all be Xbox fanboys before you know it. Hey, look again. Uh, well, I'm not. Until, I have no problem with Xbox. Until, Y'all killing me. Well, like killing until, me until until they come up with God of War. Oh, they they're not going to do. Hold on, hold on. Did you all see the story that they're talking about not using Kratos in the next God of War? Really? What? Why? Yeah. I've read that. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen couple, I've seen rumors about that too because they want to extend the story and maybe use this use the boy, boy, boy. Yeah. You can't get that. Can the boy get a name? Atreus or Atreus. well, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, everybody. Loki. Loki. That's his name. That's his name, everybody. I like it. Um. So. Anyway, so so let us know your thoughts on xCloud. Is this something that you're excited about, folks at home? People in chat, feel free to chime in. Be email. excited. Yeah, joystickandmouse yeah, at gmail.com. It's great. Their strategy seems to be working. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. People have never been Xbox people are starting to come around and say, hey, I'm you know, taking a second to look, and maybe this, maybe this ain't so bad. Yep, yep. We'll see. Well, we got a game to review, so why don't we jump right into that? Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. So today we're talking about Jedi Fallen Order, everybody. Um, this is this is an interesting game for me. So I've I've approached this game with very uh, hesitant optimism, um, cautious optimism is the word I was looking for, because this is my opportunity to allow EA to redeem itself uh, from Battlefront 2 and some of that. Uh, crap that came out that wasn't really uh, what I wanted it to be uh, we now have an opportunity to redeem them and I would say that they did in general I would say that they did um, I I really want to absolutely love this game in, in every single aspect of it but I also think that it, there's an, a core underlying piece to this game that kind of bugs me and it feels a lot more like a dark souls kind of game rather than a fast paced adventure sort of game um it actually feels a little bit more like god of war but not as crisp as god of war's uh combat system but it works in ways that i don't think anybody any other game would because of where it takes place and that is the star wars universe um so so all in all i am very happy with fallen order it has, I would say, redeemed EA and their ability to to deliver a, a Star Wars game. As long as they keep it in house with Respawn, I'm okay with it. So I so, told you, I told you, Vince wouldn't let you down. I, I, you know, I, I didn't think so either. And I mean, here we are. I was just, I, I could, I couldn't let myself get too hyped for this game, but I did okay. have to go should, and, and get it. Should I give my review now? By all means. Okay. So I came into this game with no expectations. I I said I'm going bottom of the barrel, and if anything better than that, we're good. <laughs> um, it's it's a good game. It's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, it, it's not great. It's not fantastic. It's a good game, which is better than we normally get out of a Star Wars game. Yeah. So. So I'm okay with it. I'm playing through it. I think it's a little slow, which is which I'm surprisingly good with. Surprising. Though. Like I, I'm actually, I'm, okay I'm actually with okay it. with the pacing. I'm okay with it because the story so far has been pretty good. 
Um, actually, the story's been very good so far. I, but it is a little slow. I think I'd like, even I would like to see a little more action yeah. than what I'm seeing. And uh, Darth Marcus in the in the chat says, hell yes, I freaking love this game. Very Star Wars biased. But the name like Darth Marcus, Marcus, I would absolutely well, uh, yeah. expect that. <laughs> yeah, we would sort of expect that. But, but um, it's and, a good and, game. Not great, but good enough for to be better than the other Star Wars crap that we've gotten over the oh, years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And but I think that this is I'm having a really good time with it. I, I really am. And that's, a, that's a very a, genuine perspective. Yeah, on it. And I'm playing it on story mode, by the way, guys. Um, I, I am just playing it on easy mode. I want to get through and experience this piece of Star Wars lore. I am loving the exploration. Um, I'm 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 liking the character. Actually, can we talk about yeah. that for a second? So Cal. So is somebody that I like a lot more than I thought I was going to. I, I kind of expected Cal to be like generic white guy in a in a in an action game, um, but he actually has some really cool depth to his backstory. The droid is adorable. The droid's um, great. Yeah. Uh, the droid. The droid is excellent. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen maybe an alternate character, not not different, just you know let me play as as a female or let me play as a wookie or something else yep um I, i'm a little i wouldn't say disappointed but it would have been nice to have some options as to what character you got to play as oh sure yeah i think i mean who knows what happens in the future i mean i think i like the idea that we're giving the opportunity to have a hero in um, in Star Wars lore that's outside of the, your typical media, which is TV movie sort of experience. Um, and, you know, this is now canon. Um, and and I, I kind of don't mind the consistency. I like the actor a lot, too. If you recognize him, he's from uh, Gotham. He played Joker in, in Gotham. Oh, he was uh, he was also on Shameless. Which is where I think he got his start. I don't know if y'all have ever watched Shameless. But no. He was the uh, younger brother on Shameless. Oh, and, and by the way, I want to call out something that Darth Marcus in chat says. He says, um, he says, if you've played Star Wars titles in the past, they did a great job not repeating the same formula um, or uh, uh, mechanics, not formula. So I, I think that right there is a fantastic point that we should really point out in the combat system that we're seeing here on screen right now over at twitch.tv slash Alex Albisu, we see um, a lightsaber battle and it's not just hack and slash experience. It's almost kind of like the dark soul esque. And this is, this is actually more of what I was talking about with God of war. This feels a lot more like a God of war game because of some of the technical aspects to the combat that you have to keep in mind. Um, even maybe a little harder than than uh, God of War, but nonetheless, uh, that aspect is genuinely refreshing. Um, and, and you know, I think I think I'll I'll see what I think about the the game in general by the time that we get to the end of it. I am literally on the second planet that you can get in, so I haven't really done too much in the game I yet. Just but. went to the third planet. Okay, so I'm on Kashyyyk. Just went there, and and it's very oh. cool. That that and was a very cool sequence. Okay, I just went to Kashyyyk. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's so so. Yeah, overall, very excited, um, and and enjoying this game, 
it uh and i remain cautious in my optimism because if if they end up doing a second one which they probably will it's like how great is that going to be but i think this is the star wars game that we've been looking for so that's my review don do you want to you want to continue any thoughts or um yeah no i i i that might be so i said good game not great Good game. I actually, um, I started in story mode. I needed, I <laughs> even I needed a little more action, uh, so I actually upped it to easy mode. Uh, which I, I actually I found that a little bit interesting that there's actually four modes. There's story mode, which is really super easy. It really uh, is. Mode, yeah, it's kind of comically easy mode, easy. normal, and then hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'll um, be on but, my list to pick up at some point. So. Good game. Very good game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a good game. So um, that's our thoughts for that. Let us know if you're playing it, by the way, at home. Joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Right in. Um, and, guys, that's going to be the end of the show. So why don't we clap it out? Everybody in chat, thanks for hanging out. Let's clap it out. Um, so if you enjoyed what you listened to today, be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That definitely helps us. Um, and tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe over at joystickandmouse.com um, to your favorite podcast. We're on all the places, so you you have trouble not finding us. Um, and if you need to uh, reach us, you can uh, just head over to joystickandmouse.com. Uh, make sure that you uh, check out all of our contact information there, where we stream. There are links there uh, as well. So make sure you go and do that. So until next time, you want to say goodbye, Don? See you later, folks. Be easy. There's Tim. All right, guys. Have a wonderful night. Uh, take care. Uh, 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 bye-bye. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>